Hey, Harmonic family. Do you have a business looking for advertising or sponsorship opportunities? Why not advertise with Harmonics with Gregory Correa? Advertisements at competitive rates and sponsorships are available. Need help creating an ad? We can help with that too. Visit us on Facebook at Harmonics with Gregory Correa. Greetings and welcome to another show of Harmonics. I'm Gregor Correa and today's guest is a good friend of mine, great guitar player, has a lot of experience, Michael Overton. Michael, how are you, brother? Oh, Gregory, thank you, brother, for having me on here. Uh, man, I'm what a, a joy. Yeah, this, I have, man, pandemic and now we get to see each other. And live and in color. Huh? Live and in color and actually get to sit and chat. Chat, you know? yeah, and it's yeah. going to be about you today, man. Yeah, well, okay. You know? So, you know, you've been playing a long time, obviously. Yeah. When did you ever got the urge to be playing guitar, or what got you involved in your guitar playing? When did you start? I started back in 1967. Uh, my mom wanted to keep us busy in the summertime, so she had us uh, take guitar lessons right over at San Lorenzo Music Center behind the Dunkin' Donuts. There's a hall and um, music lessons and my guitar teacher, Wayne Siligo. And it was really just kind of a start off and shy and what do I do? And I, I just started to enjoy it. I started to play and mm -hmm. he would play his guitar along with me. We do little jams and then he would bring out a trumpet and saxophone. He, it was just an amazing first year that I just started to really enjoy um, having something to make music. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, around our household, we always had records. We were always listening to the stereo, and... always having music. Uh, Andy Williams, uh, Bob Hope, uh, Bing Crosby. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, what was the other one? Oh, I, I remember listening to um, uh, Herb Albert Herb and the Tijuana Brass. Oh. And I was what just like, done? Blown, dun, dun, dun. blown away by the yeah. whole horn section, right, right, and right. but that's how I just really got interested in music. Is were you playing guitar then at that time, or were you just playing, uh, you know, the you know the horns or stuff? Were you... I was listening to the music, and then when I got the guitar lessons, I start to put the two and two together. It's like, yeah, that guitar's in the background on that recording. I can hear that guitar. I hear the drums, and I start to hear the different music, and I really started to just make my own sounds, mm -hmm. which was really fun. Mm -hmm. uh, making your own music is so much funner than copying other people's. Absolutely. Uh, that's one thing I, I do enjoy playing other people's music, but when I, when I do something on my own, it's so much better. So much better. So uh, when was your first guitar? My first guitar was a 1968 Stratocaster. Strat. It was bought at the Fender Super Summer Sale <laughs> with my paper route money. Oh, awesome. And for I got the Fender Twin Reverb also mm -hmm. with that package. Mm -hmm. So for like $500 of my paper route money that I've saved since I was eight years old, 
I bought my first guitar at 11 years old. Outrageous. That's so beautiful. First chord that you ever learned? The first chord I ever learned, G. Bar chord or just uh, open, chords. open chords? Open, open chords. chords. Open chords. Uh, Wayne was, uh, Silligo was uh, very much a jazz player. Okay. So what we would do is take uh, an older song and we would do it in chords mm. and notes. Chords and notes combined together. So uh, it's really interesting to hear that. Um, Fly me to the moon. Great song. And play the song in chords and notes together. So he was doing that at the same time. Yeah. How, what, that's how you could find melodies so quickly, right. Yeah. right? Oh, that's beautiful. And he would grab his ES3, I remember it's beautiful, ES335 Gibson. Mm -hmm. Still jealous of that guitar today. <laughs> wish I could find one. Uh, uh, wish I could afford to get one, but um, it was a beautiful guitar with inlays and everything, and he would just jam with me on it and play along and then do a little solo. And I was like, oh my gosh, you can play solos. There's, look at the notes that he's playing. I'll play a strum along with him. And um, we ended up going to a competition mm -hmm. and I did a solo mm -hmm. at a music festival mm -hmm. and I did my own solo and then he would play a duet with me. And that was really fun. We, uh, I have it actually on a 45. That's vinyl. Remember vinyl? Yes, we <laughs> but do. We, yes, you do. But it was a it was a 45, mm -hmm. and it was actually recorded right there live at the San Jose Music Festival. Wow, wow! They so, still have that going too. Yes, yeah. or it's coming back. I, I just seen a a little thing on on that. So you you started learning that. What was your first band? The first band he actually helped form our band. Mm -hmm. He was into putting people together. Uh, a drummer, his name, my brother started playing guitar a year later and he found us a drummer called, his name was Mike Greathouse from San Leandro mm -hmm. and uh, he put the three of us together mm -hmm. and we called ourselves Determination. So they had a, because I was into this one word type of band, you got to have one word, it's going to be special, just one word, it's mm -hmm. going to stand out, everybody's going to go, ah, Determination. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what we wanted to be. We want to be determined. We're going to be rock stars at 11, 12 years old. Mm -hmm. So they had a um, like a talent night at the San Lorenzo Music Center, mm -hmm. the hall in the back, and determination played. Well, we got up. We had three songs. Mm -hmm. Do you remember? And, um, actually, uh, one of them was 25, 6 to 4 by Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> and we did that on guitar, no keyboards. Wow. My, my, my brother and I did it on guitar baby. with the drums. And then I can't, I think the other one was, um, i trying to remember, I can't remember the other one. That's okay. I think it was a Credence song though. Mm -hmm. I think it was, uh, uh, it was a Credence song, okay. I know that. So we get up there and we're ready, get all set up, and the guy goes, the determinations. And I was like totally dejected. It's like, oh man, that's not our name. <laughs> so, that's my first time really being on stage and I was all dejected because that's not our name. Our name's Determination. And mm -hmm. and so we ended up playing the set. Mm -hmm. um, we kept stayed together. We added a keyboardist mm -hmm. um, actually that went to San Leandro High, was in the jazz lab band. Mm -hmm. And uh, we ended up playing uh, our first show together as a foursome um, at Jerry's Beef Burgers over in San Leandro. I know where that's at. at right Dollar on. Burger Night. Yeah. MacArthur. Yeah. Yeah. We set up our band outside oh, and beautiful. we had a nice little set of probably about six or seven songs mm -hmm. and we we played our set for people buying dollar burgers. Dollar burgers. You know, uh, 
I still go to Jerry's Burgers, uh, and they make great burgers still to this day. Yeah. Shout out cool. to them. So you got into your first group. Mm -hmm. You went into high school, you started playing in bands also, or did you slow up? Well, or? actually, I played my eighth grade dance, my mm -hmm. eighth grade graduation dance with that band, mm -hmm. and then... The girls must have just been all over you. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, they went after the keyboardist for some reason. Okay. I, th I thought lead guitar players were supposed to get them off, but yeah. uh, oh, the singer does. It's, it's, uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. But uh, no, it was. I guess I probably had some sort of fan base back right, then, right, but right. I was so shy. Mm -hmm. I was just I. I loved hiding behind the guitar. Seriously. So not now you don't. No, <laughs> you put that guy that guitar in front of you. You've got like a wall, and you yeah, don't have to course. worry about I who's understand. looking at yeah. you and who's who's making fun of you or who's right. doing what. So uh, to that day, I have that feeling when I put the guitar on, I've had some sort of like shield mm -hmm. on me. So it's my mighty axe and shield. Uh, but uh, I played eighth grade and then freshman year, getting into high school, it took a couple years. Mm -hmm. I took a couple years, I stopped playing, but junior year, I started to meet guys in, the, in school. Mm -hmm. uh, I went to Moreau Catholic right here in Hayward. Uh -huh. and so I'm, did Sujoy, my producer. Yeah. Yeah, you guys might have known each other. Well, I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out later. We could find out. But And then I met some guys, and we started rehearsing. But that's my first garage band. Excellent. Is Aren't right. we all garage bands yeah. to a certain extent? Right as, over in San Lorenzo, yeah. As, as, <laughs> as uh, Tyler and uh, uh, Joe Perry say, man, hey, we're all garage bands. We're the ultimate garage band, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, some people don't like that term, but it's, it's it is. Where it's you where you start. start. It's Thank where you. we got. Right. It's, it's where you go. Mm -hmm. And that's the first place that you practice exactly. is you've got your parents' garage. Mm -hmm. And we set up um, uh, key, keyboardist uh, Gary. Gary Betts, who mm -hmm. I went to school with, mm -hmm. Pat Green on drums, mm -hmm. and I don't know, you know Ken Younger. God, that sounds familiar. Pete, the other guy sounds more familiar, but yeah, it sounds really played, familiar. Played with, uh, played with Nightwing, played with Johnny. Oh, Gray. okay, that's where I've yeah. heard it, yeah. He, he so said, you knew Johnny too? Yes. Johnny Gray, God bless you, Johnny. Yeah. John, John, and then, uh, yeah, because- Dennis. Dennis, mm -hmm. I still talk to Dennis, mm -hmm. and, uh, but what's funny is we, practiced in the garage and the cops showed up after the first 15 minutes. <laughs> so I had that twin reverb and I had that Stratocaster and, and Ken had an SG and um, I don't know what he had for an amp. And we had that thing cranked up and we were just pounding away and trying to learn like Trower and mm -hmm. Black Sabbath mm -hmm. and just whatever heavy stuff we were trying to play. And the cops showed up 15 minutes and shut us down. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Still so, so wild. So. I want to. I want to move into another going up okay. the river with you. You got a nice T-shirt. You got a beautiful T-shirt of Burton here, mm -hmm. Cliff Burton. Um, tell me about your and Cliff because you've had an extensive friendship with him. Uh, you're still engaged in his memory. Mm -hmm. um, tell me about Cliff when you, how you guys met. You were in a band together. Right. Tell me the players that were in that band. Well, we met, I well, met Cliff at a party in Castro Valley. Mm -hmm. And it, back in the day, when people had a party, they wanted live music. Mm -hmm. So we would show up, the amps in the back of the van, the back of the truck, the back of the car, yeah. plug them in, and whoever was there, we'd start jamming. Kager. Um, whatever song. Yeah, Kager. <laughs> Kager party. <laughs> and um, Jim Schaefer was the drummer, mm -hmm. and George Lady 
George Tiger Lady, who I played guitar with for a lot of years in the band, in Trauma, mm -hmm. um, was with me. We had been playing together for a little bit and mm -hmm. trying to find the right people. Right. And we met Cliff, and Cliff was, he just jumped in. We were playing, uh, I think, Rock Bottom by UFO. I love the great song. Great and song. he jumps right in and starts jamming with us. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's good. Mm -hmm. Of course you I, know This is the first bass player that was like, oh man, you're good. Um, I had played with uh, Rob who, Churchfield. Of course. It was really good. Mm -hmm. But Cliff was just that different. Dynamic-wise. Personality. Yes. And he was so laid back mm -hmm. and he wasn't, you know, not excitable or anything. He just calm and he would just play. Mm -hmm. And it, it was just amazing. And... It's like a few weeks later, I go to uh, go to Tiger, George. I said, George, can we get him in our band? We need him in our band. And uh, we had hooked up with Dennis Schaefer mm -hmm. as a drummer. And, Great uh, drummer, Dennis is. And we mm -hmm. said, Cliff, we're serious. We want to be a professional band. We want to go out. We want to write our own music. Mm -hmm. And he said, yes. So that's where we started to learn, each, uh, you know, I go over to his house. I'll go out partying. Go over his house. Hangers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes a little bit more. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, of course. But uh, we go over to his house and pick him up, and he'd be in his room playing Bach on the bass, Shh. listening to Bach and playing along with it. And I was like sitting there, and you walk into the room, and go. Well, uh, well, uh, 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 exactly. You're 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 playing. You're the greats. classical music right, right. on your bass, mm -hmm. and I'll play along with it. And I said, this is, this this is going to be great. Guy. Yes. This is going to be great. So, um, and that's where we formed, and guess where we went back to? My parents' garage. <laughs> we uh, took old mattresses and put them up against the garage doors mm -hmm. and kept the noise down so the police didn't show up. Mm -hmm. And uh, our, neighbors, our neighbor next door was fine with it. He loved the music. And uh, we drove my parents crazy. Mm -hmm. You we, guys played a lot of shows. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. It, as soon as we got organized, uh, we were at, we were, we had a singer, mm -hmm. and uh, unfortunately, he had uh, stage issues. And we did a show at the stage in Danville with him, um, mm -hmm. and he fell apart doing the show. I, I don't know what happened to him, but mm -hmm. afterwards he did not show up again. So mm -hmm. we were out of a singer. We had just started doing shows together mm -hmm. as trauma. Mm -hmm. And um, so we were at Frenchie's in Hayward. Mm -hmm. And Dennis Schaefer, mm -hmm. uh, George and I, Cliff was at home. And we saw this cover band and we, the singer, and we saw the singer and he was really good. Mm -hmm. Donnie, Donnie Hillier. Mm -hmm. And so afterwards, we were hanging out. We didn't know how to approach him. We just kind of, well, you know, maybe he's, he's playing in a cover band. Maybe he'll want to do original. Mm -hmm. He came up to us oh. and asked us, he goes, are you guys in a band? <laughs> I said, I, what, what makes you think that? He so it's like, I had hair back then, it's right. long hair. Yeah, yeah. It's a Wednesday night at Frenchie's, right. and it's a cover band that nobody knows. Mm -hmm. And so they figured, he figured we were musicians, and that's how we hooked up with Donnie. Mm -hmm. He had a manager at the time we hooked up with, and that's how we we went into my parents' garage. We learned the music till we knew every note. We knew exactly what each of us was going to do. That's mm -hmm. one thing about Cliff. One thing about Cliff is we're going to do it right. 
we're going to do it right every time. Mm-hmm. And no no sloppiness. Mm-hmm. You're going to go out there. Be a pro. Professional. Get out on the stage. You give those people the show. Even if they don't like it, who cares if they don't like right. it? Right. We're going to do our best on that stage. Because there's somebody out there yeah. watching you. And that was what Cliff brought to our band. Mm-hmm. And... So that must have been really tragic when you heard about his passing. When did he actually join? Was it after trauma that he 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 filtered into? Um, because I know they were doing a lot of uh, they were doing a lot of auditions down here um, after Cliff died down over here on on uh, down in Hayward. Mm-hmm. The rehearsal spot. Yes. Yeah. We were we we shared a studio. We had a studio right next door to them. Yeah. If we used to hang out all the time. So. They're great. I was down there. We probably crossed paths many oh, yeah. times. So what? Um, when Cliff, how did how did it filter into that? How did he get into that? Because he was in with you we guys. We went. We did a show. We did the Whiskey a Go Go mm-hmm. down in L.A. Mm-hmm. with uh, Violation and Stormin. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember Violation. Of course I do. Um, they were here up here. Yeah, Perry Photos. Yes. And, and uh, uh, Paul. They played at Niles a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did, our manager put together a three Northern California band show at oh, the Whiskey. Package. A package deal. So we all traveled down there. And we played, and uh, James and Lars were at the show. And they came to look, and that was the first time they'd seen Cliff. So a little bit, you know, nothing really happened at mm-hmm. that time. We went back down and did a video, which is on YouTube, if you want to look up Cliff Burton Trauma, you'll you'll see the video of his famous guitar uh, bass solo with it. Everybody thought it was a guitar, and the story goes they thought it was a guitar playing, but there is a bass. There's a bass doing a lead solo up there, and uh, hence the term lead bass, which uh, between Connie, his sister, and myself, mm-hmm. either one has coined the phrase, but we we came up with Cliff as lead bass. Mm-hmm. So. Another long story, but mm-hmm. we'll get that. Uh, but as we went down, did the video, um, a friend of that our manager had met brought James and Lars down again. Mm-hmm. And that's when, at the video, they offered to join their band, Metallica. Mm-hmm. And that's when com- conversation goes, you move to Northern California and I'll join. And uh, so, uh, we had kind of a little bit infighting on our musical style right. at the time. Some more commercial, some more heavy. Mm-hmm. I was kind of on the heavy side. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Dennis and George were kind of on the, the, the commercial. You know, we, we just kind of had a, a difference of opinion that mm-hmm. led, led Cliff mm-hmm. to looking for something else. Mm-hmm. And when he saw uh, heard Metallica's music, it just made him gravitate, gravitate right to it. Mm-hmm. Perfect word for it. Mm-hmm. So, your life, you, you know, has been you you you're, you you've played with Cliff, you've talked about Cliff. I know he has some things going now that they've got scholarships for Cliff. You're in a new band right now, right? The band is called Harvester. Harvester. Yeah, I like that name. It's almost like you're bringing in a harvest of people or music or whatever. Who's in your lineup? Uh, Kevin Rogers is the singer. Michael Leahy playing lead rhythm guitar, uh, myself rhythm lead, uh, Norm Craney, Harvey Jet playing the, the jet. thunder, the Jet man the playing jet. the thunder bass. Um, 
who uh, we've been friends since 1974. So we've been together a long time. We've known each other a long time. Even so in high school. In high school mm -hmm. at Moreau. Mm -hmm. And then we played in a band afterwards called the Willies. Mm -hmm. And then I formed Trauma after that. Mm -hmm. And and then uh, I found him a couple few years ago and he, I said, we need you playing bass. So what are you guys doing now? I mean, because of the pandemic, we kind of talked to him when we were coming into the studio. What's the direction of the band? You talked about an EP with the, the old um, band that you before uh, Harvester. What are you guys? What are you guys doing now? Well, who's your Who's your drummer? Uh, our drummer is Caesar Pissarro. Okay. And uh, so we've got a a good unit. Mm -hmm. We're working on um, originals. We're working on trying to figure out how we want to go about. Mm -hmm. Now the music business has changed a lot over the years. Of course. Um, so we have different ideas. Play a lot record. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to get into the studio, put out some product, mm -hmm. and get out of the house and go play live. There you go. Go enjoy it. So there's a happy medium between the two, um, you know, playing. But the thing about playing is we need to know, go out and play, Small be shows. professional. Yes. Go back to work. Cliff said, we're going to work on these songs and Mm -hmm. Until I drive, until you drive your dad down to the Paradise Isle to start drinking. Um, <laughs> that's an old bar. Yeah, that's what we lived around the corner. Okay. okay. So after the tenth time of playing the song through, I guess he just my dad said, "That's it, I'm out of the house." It's, that's not there no more. No, it's no closed right. Down. I mean, that would be a great video, <laughs> or be in front of it, or just you know line it up. So you guys are writing music right now. Writing music, um, I. I'm more of a power metal mm -hmm. uh, type of thing, not thrash, mm -hmm. you know, it kind of trying to modernize. I wrote a lot of music uh, for Trauma mm -hmm. that never got recorded. Mm -hmm. uh, we've taken some of those songs mm -hmm. and modernized them a little, mm -hmm. put a little bit, of let everybody have a little bit of their feel into mm -hmm. it. Like the, the drums, putting a little bit of his accents in there. Let the jet man put that thunder, yeah, that thunder, thunder bass man. line in there. And now that we just recently hooked up with Michael and Kevin, mm -hmm. Um, Kevin's putting his vocals and putting his lyrics to it. His, his, his own his own thing. I want him to put his own interpretation interpretation into mm -hmm. the lyrics. I use when I write a song, I give it a title mm -hmm. because that's how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. um, we have. Uh, Could he write the lyrics on top of it though, too? Even though it's your title. Yeah, that's what that's what it's called. That's good. That's what I try to you're do. You're collaborating. Is, yeah, trying to set it up to where I was feeling when I wrote the song. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I have a, a song called "Back with a Vengeance," mm -hmm. and that's, that's our that's our opening song actually for our set. Mm -hmm. And it and it's just talking about me being back, mm -hmm. uh, and for Harvey being back. We're we're together. We're back again. Mm -hmm. um, we're back out there playing. Okay. We're playing the music that we love. Love. Um, and we played, uh, we, I love hard rock. I played in, with Rock Henge for three years, mm -hmm. uh, which is, we'll talk. Uh, with a little bit with, with Mitchell and them, yeah. yeah. So yeah. with that, well, let's get into st uh, uh, of the band, that band. You, do, you got an EP coming out possibly? Yeah, yeah. I, with the singer, uh, Darren Lee Richardson. A great singer. Um, we had, uh, we had a, a band together. It didn't pan out like it was planned, but we wrote a lot of music together. So we took three songs that Darren and I wrote and we recorded them on, during the pandemic at home. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I actually upgraded my software to something that was actually not free and on the internet. Right. Uh, so I actually purchased a recording software mm -hmm. and um, I have a, a Kemper setup. Mm -hmm. So I was able to do stuff at home. Beautiful. Uh, Darren, whose uh, son is very much into TV, movies, has his own home studio. Mm -hmm. And so he's never really done any recording, you know, projects himself. Right, just, right. So we did it together. And we did it during the pandemic while everybody was sitting at home. See, you guys are still brothers. You're yeah. musical brothers. That's beautiful. You know, um, what's your rig? What is what is your rig, your setup? I, my setup right now, I'm using a custom-made rev head out of Canada. It's 100 watts. Mm -hmm. It's a three-channel amp. Mm -hmm. um, and I had it. Uh, it's a company that's new. It's been out for a few years, mm -hmm. but uh, they custom-build mm -hmm. the tube amp. Mm -hmm. Now, it's... It's a ton to pick up and move. Of course. Uh, but it's got great tone. And you, your guitar? My guitar? Which one? Which I know, you have many. <laughs> so which one was your fab? My, my, my favorite is I have a gold flying V from 1980. That, what happened, that was... <sighs> what a luxury. I'll make, I'll make a short story out of it. Mm. Um, I was playing with um, Rob Churchfield in a band Mm -hmm. We went down to L.A. to visit family. Mm -hmm. We brought our guitars with us. The band got stolen. My, my 67, 68 Strat was stolen, along with an Ibanez Iceman that was a demo with mm -hmm. Ibanez. If you remember Rick's yes. All Music. Yeah, of course. They were the Ibanez. Mm -hmm. uh, they would get demos in. I bought the Iceman demo that I've never seen another one like it. Mm -hmm. uh, those two were stolen. Mm -hmm. I insured it. I took the insurance money and I was at Guitar Center in San Francisco and they had, they made 50 special gold V's mm -hmm. for a Guitar Center. And you got it. I got number 35 of 50. That's beautiful. So, um, so you had all that stolen and then you got, you, you got that V. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. And it's, I'm, it's when I, when I buy a guitar or I play a guitar, mm -hmm. Um, it's usually when I feel it right away. Mm -hmm. If it feels good, then it's going home with me. <laughs> How uh, many guitars do you have? Uh, actually, right now, about 15. <laughs> so it's. I, so you kind of pick and choose. You got acoustics too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got. In fact, that's why the one more I want to buy. I want to get a really nice acoustic. Mm -hmm. Twelve string or six? Six. 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 Something. Something uh, that's a little bit better quality than the ones I have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yamaha and uh, Yamaha and Ibanez. Uh, but then I'll, what I'll do is I'll find guitars mm -hmm. that haven't been too well taken care of, and then I'll take them apart. Mm -hmm. And so I've been working on my luthier skills on just putting pickups in and mm -hmm. cleaning it up. And um, I actually just did a Hartfield, mm -hmm. which was back in the late 80s. Mm -hmm. Many more mm -hmm. uh, played them. They were made by Fender mm -hmm. over in Japan. I just redid one of those uh, Talon Fives, mm -hmm. and uh, and. So I've got, and then I have a nice Jackson I like too. I, oh, I love Jackson. I, I played a Charvel. Uh, Charvels are beautiful too. 19, uh, 1986 Charvel Jackson mm -hmm. that I found uh, for $200. And then I cleaned it all up and put <laughs> it all together. And, yeah, you know. It's just amazing how, how people, how you can hot rod your own, mm -hmm. your guitar after you get it and after getting yeah. get knowing. You know, um, so you got you got a bunch of stuff going with uh, Harvester, and you might be doing an EP coming out possibly. Well, I've got an. It, actually, you are 
the first day, this is going to be exclusive for you. Right, only. Tell, tell the only audience. for you. Okay. The music I did with Rock Hench, three songs, mm -hmm. just got released yesterday. Oh. And it's an EP. It's called Sons of the Hench. We used to be called Rock Hench. Yes. Uh, we used to open with the, uh, if you know, uh, scientists have been trying to discover sounds out of the rocks. Mm -hmm. So we call that, that's how we kind of came up with the name Rock Hench. I love it. Because uh, scientists are always hitting the rocks, trying to get some sort of vibration. And and so we had a video, uh, uh, took an audio of a video that we would open for. They were talking about the rocks mm -hmm. and the Stonehenge, rock in the Stonehenge. Mm -hmm. So they, they were such a long story. Mm -hmm. Yep. But Darren and I put together the three songs. Mm -hmm. It is released. Um, I actually provided the links mm -hmm. to the lyric videos. Mm -hmm. So you have those mm -hmm. exclusively, first person, mm -hmm. and the links to Pandora, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, Amazon Music. Mm -hmm. um, well, thank you. Hopefully you post those, post those links up. Right. And uh, you can go, it's on all the streaming sites. It's, you can buy the little three song CD. I don't know, I'm learning as I go on this. It's been so long. <laughs> Streaming, what's that? It's like, oh no, you gotta have a 12 inch vinyl uh, piece right, of right, thing. You put right, it here right, and put this right, down right, here and, right, right. and be careful you don't scratch it. Right. So you don't wanna mess up the, the record. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's really cool. That is really cool. It's really fun. Because that that is, that's another thing which I just sent to my cousin a bunch of stuff of voodoo. And we have video uh, video CD that we did before we did our recording of Blue Voodoo. And I sent him a bunch of stuff, you know, um, today. And it's kind of interesting to, to see that you're going back. And like you said, Rockheads, you guys are still in the mesh. See, that, that music is, to me, is always, it's always kind of like vibrating, you know. Um, that's what, I, well, we all vibrate to a certain extent as, as human beings. I, you know, it's been a pleasure to have you on time. Really moves when you're on my show. You know, oh you, no, it's. I mean, it's amazing. We're already. I mean, it's sitting there, and once you start thinking about things, you mm -hmm. can go back, mm -hmm. and there's so many stories. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's uh, tons of stories with Cliff. There's mm -hmm. tons of stories with George. There's tons of stories with Dennis. There's mm -hmm. there's tons of stories with Rob Churchill. With, with Rob John Churchill. Pr with John Perillo. With Johnny I mean, Perillo. John hanging out at his house over in, on Castro Valley. Right. And being careful you didn't upset the chow. Yeah. Uh, the dog. And which was amazing. That's another. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, funny, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I was you know his best man at his wedding. Really? Yeah. Wow. Which is really kind of interesting. I feel bad that he's gone. But you know, as as every good thing, all things must pass, and we are now getting ready to say good night. Thank you, Michael, for coming Gregor, back on. Thank you for having me. But I'm really going to have you come it. back on because you got a lot of stories. Oh yeah. Okay. We got, we got more to talk. Yeah. Plenty. I plenty mean, to talk to, about. And just about what we've done with each other too. Playing, playing together at different shows. Different shows. Yeah. We, we got a lot to do. So, you know, it's great to have Michael Holberton on my show. It's absolutely wonderful because we have a lot of commitment. But this is Gregory Correa along with the great Mike Holberton. God bless you. Peace and love. Peace in the world. Thank Peace you. to Ukraine. Peace. Yes.